Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. Uh, if I sound a little sad, um, if you're a listener of our show that has been listening for a while, uh, uh, one of my best friends for 30 plus years and uh, frequent guest, uh, Tom Kazula, uh, passed away. And uh, I was talking to Jamie, and we were thinking about recording Halloween 3, and I, I kind of wanted to do it, but uh, he was right to uh, suggest this uh, little, like, uh, tribute to my uh, my buddy Tom. So before I uh, we go back to uh, a really fun review we did, it was in our first year, Tom came over here, Jamie was going to come, there was a bad snowstorm, so Jamie stayed home. Me and Tom recorded, and the mics were all jacked up, so we had to share a mic. So we were uh, like cheek to cheek uh, talking about one of our favorite horror movies. Me and Tom's uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, while growing up, uh, we did a lot of sleepovers, lots of horror movies. Man, we loved horror, and I remember watching USA up all night. And anytime they had like one of the AMC horror marathons. Friday the 13th, it was always Jason Takes Manhattan. And, you know, being from New Jersey, even though we knew that wasn't the Jersey coastline in the movie, uh, it was just, it just felt so cool to think like, oh, uh, Jason's back. Because we, in our heads, we're like, all all those other movies, we know that's not like the Jersey landscape. But like this one, hey, they sort of have to be close to Jersey because they go into Manhattan. That's what we thought as like seven or eight year olds, you know, sneaking, staying up late and watching these movies. And uh, yeah, I'm going to miss the hell out of them. Uh, great kid. Uh, always. My dad loved him and uh, he'll be missed by many. Uh, he was my writing partner. We always created. So I probably wouldn't be doing anything like this if it wasn't for us doing like corny sketches uh, as kids, recording horror spoofs, horror movies, uh, writing weird out like songs, and just writing silly stories all the time. Just a lot of creative stuff anytime I was over his house. We, of course, played a lot of Ken Griffey baseball, Goldeneye, you know, WCW, NWO Revenge, all that fun stuff that kids do too. But it was always the creative as- aspect, no matter what, whether it be like, doing you know mixing songs because we love south park so we did a mix uh forgot about dre and put in timmerow from uh south park if you're a south park fan but uh sad day i'm gonna miss him uh feel for his family and uh so yeah without further ado uh looking back at uh tom's first review with us and uh one that i'll be listening to when this comes out Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Enjoy the review, and then next week we'll be covering Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Have a great day, and if you have a friend you haven't talked to in a while, text him, call him, tell him you love him. We are back, and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with Michael Ben-Yair, 
who played Jojo in the movie that we're going to be covering today. And also his amazing stories about working with George Siegel or Henry Winkler. He was awesome. And this week's movie, I cannot wait to talk about because I saw this movie a lot as a kid and our guests who we're going to introduce in a little bit. We watch it a lot and it's a lot different than I remember. It's Jason Takes Manhattan. But before I take this cruise, I'm going to make sure I introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie? Doug, how are you doing? I'm, do- I'm doing pretty good. Drinking in Manhattan, getting ready to talk about Jason Takes Manhattan. Did you nice. ever see this movie before? I have never seen this one. I've seen the first seven. You know, this is eight, right? Mm-hmm. So I stopped after this one, uh, after uh, seven. And uh, this one, uh, I can't wait to talk about this one. I have a lot of uh, questions. Okay. So before, before we do that, because there's a lot that goes into this movie, <laughs> let me, let's introduce you to this week's guest, my buddy. I would say he's a Friday the 13th semi-expert. He's seen them all. Tom Gazzola. Tom, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Actually, I was born on Friday the 13th. So I always thought Jason was like my brother. I don't know how I figured that out. But when I go to, you know, the Blockbuster, I'd be like, oh, that's my brother. There. <laughs> so I, we were born on the same day or however that worked. But I was six at the time. So, you know, things get a little sketchy then. Do you own a hockey mask? I used to. I don't anymore. I have a couple sticks. Uh, but yeah, only, only the one hockey mask and no longer. <laughs> I didn't know you were born on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. January, Friday the 13th. God, this is even more fitting then. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> so uh, let's dive in. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you know, my, my main question is, what is Jason at this point? Because we do see his face. I think, I mean, you know, we've seen his face a few times, but like, you know, going forward, we see his face big time here. I don't know what he is. Like, is he a monster? He's like Frankenstein at this point. Yeah. He is breathing. And I don't really know why he needs to breathe because he's undead. But you can see him breathing heavy. You're, making, you're hearing the uh, noises coming out of the mask. So I guess he's alive. He's also thinking because he does a lot of hiding. and oh, like, yeah. He does a lot of trickery, this one. I would say not even trickering. He does a lot of snooping. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely a lot of creeping around. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He's like, like you said it best. Like, what is he right now? And the end of the seventh one, obviously the telekinetic girl, she like uses her powers, ties the chains around him onto the dock. Dock falls in the water. He drowns. But how can he drown? Because he gets brought back by a bolt of lightning in six. So he shouldn't be breathing or anything. Well, that's, that's where the Frankenstein comes in because doesn't it lightning also or electricity get him going again now? Yeah, so it's, there's a lot of parallels between, and I know you make, you make comments during the last movie, Joss, too. Yeah. Parallels after seeing this movie are insane. <laughs> he gets brought to life by an electrical cable that's going through the lake, which we'll get into the whole lake. Is this a lake? We're going to get into that. But Jaws gets killed by an electrical cable. So there's a lot of parallels right there. But there's a lot more. Well, but that's why Frankenstein brings Frankenstein to life with electricity. Yeah. And Jason came back to life twice with electricity. Jason lives and this one. So uh, so he's some kind of monster, I guess. I don't know. But he's able to think. That's that's the weird thing. He does think. Yeah. And I and this, yeah, well, yeah, he has emotions. He no? does. He, he, gets, do, he does. And, he gets, he, and, and at one point, he's kind of a hero. Yeah. I, I mean, totally. Yeah, we'll get to that later on. But uh, yeah, so uh, we see Jason, all different sides of Jason is this one. 
Yes. And this movie, like a lot of the movies that we cover, Tom, they it dives right into the frigging name. Like, show me Jason kill somebody or somebody, then flash to Jason takes Manhattan. No, they show it right away. And they start the movie off with a ton of B-roll of places that we're not going to visit for over an hour. Well, okay, so this is one of my biggest questions, and I had to do research after this, but the movie's called Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. And I, I have... Eventually. We, eventually. So I have timestamps <laughs> of like 51 minutes, 55 minutes, another kill. There's about 14 deaths before he even gets to Manhattan, and about an hour and like 15 minutes into the movie before he gets to Manhattan. So this is basically like Jason on a cruise ship. Jason <laughs> Takes a Cruise. Yeah. Jason takes a cruise. So the research I read was that it's so expensive to film in Manhattan yeah. that they, they couldn't film that long in Manhattan. So they had to film most of the filler. Really, the cruise ship is supposed to be filler. Plus, it's dangerous. You can't film in Manhattan with people like JoJo running around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he wanted the writer. I watched an interview with him and he wanted to film like a kill at Madison Square Garden, Brooklyn Bridge. Like He wanted to hit like all the spots. They're like, no, 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 no. We cannot do that. You're going to shoot in Vancouver. Most of the movie yeah. shot in Vancouver. Right. We're going to shut down the Brooklyn Bridge and That's rent out. No. MSG. I know. Like, can't do it. For Jason? Yeah. Well, he could play hockey for the Rangers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, one thing that's cool is you can tell when they got this B-roll of the movie because you see the Batman poster in Times Square. This movie came out in 89, July of 89. So, I don't know when Batman came out, but they must have got it. Yeah. Just before then, because Batman came out in 89. And then also, we see JoJo, the guy we interviewed, Michael Benier. I, when I interviewed him, I didn't watch the beginning. I just watched his scene later in the movie. But he's, he robs a guy, and then he's smoking. He's lighting his crack or heroin on a spoon using a candle. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a drug expert. Um, You're not? No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe alcohol, but not drug. Okay, good. Um, but... Do they normally do that with a candle? Like, like I'm assuming that's not. First of all, it's a slow process. I'm going. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you know, if you're in a hurry, that's probably not the way to go. Well, they got nothing. They have nothing else to do, really, right? I mean, you're mugging people, you're doing heroin. That's pretty much your whole day. But they don't own a lighter. That's I mean, the ben, that's the Ben Franklin way. That's the way Ben Franklin used to do it. That's true. Well, how how do they light the candle? <laughs> the, other guy, the other guy they fought over who had the light well the garbage can was on fire that he was standing over yeah but why they need a candle if they have a lighter or a trash can that's on fire why don't they just hold the sp- i don't know was that the toxic waste talk no that was not the, that was not the toxic waste. <laughs> all right was that, that was real right that, that was, was real toxic waste. <laughs> it was. from uh, real new york yeah yes well, back in the 80s, they filled a lot of the garbage cans with toxic waste. <laughs> yeah, so. it was just readily available. <laughs> All right, so let's dive let's into, the, you know, the other thing, the whole beginning of the movie is really just this B-roll. We're not seeing anything, just places we're going to visit in an hour. Well, it's also, it's the first time they had a narration, right, before the movie starts. Like, they've never had that before. It's like this. We live in claustrophobia. A land of steel and concrete. Trapped by dark waters. There is no escape. Yeah. No, and it was like a voice that I should know. Yeah, I, who was it? I don't know. I looked up the name. I didn't. Oh. It wasn't anybody I knew. <laughs> he did uh, Honda commercials, also, I believe. Honda. <laughs> well, if, if he did, I, you know, you could be right. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. The guy that narrated the beginning of Jason, he was 
on hard times. So you had to do this. Yeah. So now we're, we're in Crystal Lake and we have two teens on a really nice boat. <laughs> Why would a, a nice boat like that be floating around that lake? Right. I mean, like it, it was like a yacht. It was, it was, it was a yacht. They're going to be floating around a lake. Yeah. And it's a summer camp lake. Yeah. It's not like there's other houses on it. So this is where we get into the part that goes a little bit ahead, but the boat, how does that boat leave the lake? It's a lake. It's a lake. That's right. Well, how did it get in there? First of all, no, how to get in, how does it get out? Later it's out. Yeah. So let's, we got to talk about the first time we see Jason. We talked about it a little bit before. So you see Jason, he's just laying there. The guy's like hooking up with the girl. He's like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta throw the, I gotta throw the anchor down, throws it down, goes back to hooking up with her. And, yeah. And then electrocutes <laughs> Jason. He starts, he has the electricity over him and he comes alive. And don't forget, we had our first uh, look at like 80s boob right away, you know? Yes, we you did. Know, you know, that was always nice to start off the movie. Always I, I wrote early boobs. <laughs> early boobs. Early boobs. Yeah. And, and it looked like the Crystal Lake looked like a swamp. You know, it looked like a swampy kind of, especially when you go underwater. Again, why is there, why would they be floating in there? I don't understand that. But uh, yes, he throws the anchor down there. And then, and before that, he tells the story of Jason to his girlfriend, correct? And how does she not know about Jason? Right. Like she she was clueless. Yeah. Even everyone in Manhattan seemed to know who he was, (laughs) but not this girl who was on Crystal Lake. She had no idea. And here's another thing that makes no sense. So, I sent you, Jamie, a couple of weeks ago that there was like this theory that the seventh one took place in like 2001. But he, when he's telling the story, he says 30 years ago, this kid drowned here. So he drowned in like the late 50s, early 60s. So that's not true. So obviously this movie is set in the late 80s. Correct. So these killings just happened. Like he's still connected to that. You know, he's still underneath the boat. Right. Like, how does she not know? And they're graduating on Friday the 13th. Well, we hear I, a little voiceover. You know what? I didn't even pay attention to that part. I didn't even know. But yes, was, I, but he, you're right. So they, the kills just happened, which means that Jason just died again recently, correct? Yeah. Okay. So why does he look like the swamp thing when he gets out of there? Like, he looks like he was underwater for like 10 years. Like, because he was all like filled with moss, dripping like with seaweed all over him. Like, when he came out of that, like, he was stepping, like, leaving gook yeah. all around. Like, he never dried either. No, he didn't. <laughs> movie. He's just wet. For yeah. Him. He was soggy. And one thing that made me laugh, and I thought, because I usually watch movies with uh, headphones on, and, yeah, and I pick up these weird lines or these weird sounds. No, I listen to it, not with it. Why does his hand sound like farts? When he gets on, when he grabs the, when he first, when you first see him, and he climbs up onto the boat, you hear his one hand grab, it's like... And you're like, wait, why did they do that? Why is he going to be squishy the whole movie? Even when he comes down the stairs, he doesn't even try. For a guy that snoops later, he doesn't even try to hide himself. No, he doesn't. You know, and the fact that, I guess, every time he dies, he still has a memory that he needs to get that mask. Like, he needs that mask every single time. Like, it's not Jason without that mask. Like, why does he, why does he uh, just because he's ugly? It's, does he really care what people think about him? Maybe he wants to be loved and he wants, he looks in the mirror too. And he's like, I don't want to see that. But how about the, how about the boyfriend? Well, I was, I, that's yeah. what I was leading to before. So she tells her about the story and she's all freaked out. He leaves, comes back and freaks her out with a mask and like a knife. Like what is it? And stabs her. Yeah. Like, can you, can you imagine like how freaked out you would be like thinking you're getting stabbed? Like, I mean, what a douche. And I would not want to be doing it two minutes later. She was like, oh, okay. And then 
Jason grabs the mask. He comes down. So we're going to have to talk about a lot of these kills because this budget wasn't that high. And I watched the deleted scenes. Only three out of, we'll get into the total number. I don't want to spoil it now, but they, they weren't, they didn't show a lot. Even in the deleted scenes, they were only were like three of them that had added stuff. This first kill, when it, again, we have to talk about him grabbing the weapons slow mo every time. Like, oh yeah, yeah in super slow mo. But you talk about throughout the whole movie. Oh, the whole movie every okay. time. He so somehow there's a weapon on the wall throughout the whole movie. I mean, that is that was ridiculous. Okay, yeah, we'll get to those weapons. Um, but he's also super smart. I mean, yes, he kills the boyfriend, but then the girl's hiding. He knew exactly where she was. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like he 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 became very clever in this movie. You know, the kills weren't that easy. Easy. He had to really search around, and she really made no attempt to get away whatsoever. She just screamed and stayed there. And well, that seems to be a theme throughout the whole movie. Like they yeah. just stand there and scream, and then just wait for him to kill. Yeah, oh. yeah. But I'll go into a different theory later when we get into some of these kills. But so one thing that makes no sense in the seventh movie, the. So Terry Kaiser's in the seventh movie. He plays like a psychiatrist, Bernie Lomax, who asks us for money to interview him. Uh, <laughs> the girl that sleeps with him is dead. Uh, when he's dead and Bernie, she's in the last movie too, the seventh one. And Jason grabs a, a bow and arrow and shoots her in the head from a distance. Again, does he have arrow training? No. But in this movie, he has something that's a little bit easier to shoot and he misses. That's the first time I've ever seen Jason miss too. Oh, yeah. Like, so like that's so he gets a little sloppy also, but but in his defense, he just woke up from being dead. That is true. Yeah. So he's gonna be a little rusty, and he's really wet. The water would do that, and yes, so maybe he slipped. It could slipped. be slipping. Yeah. So then he has the boyfriend across the wall. The girlfriend, you know, climbs up. Like Tom said, she hides in the hull of the boat, which is stupid. Just dive in the water. But yeah, when she when he kills the boyfriend, and when he pulls out, he stabs him in the chest, and what he pulls out. Does not look like intestines. It looks like rubber snakes. Yeah, I was. Was that supposed to be his intestines? Yeah, I think so. I guess. But it, but it looked like rope or something. Like I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, it was so weird. It was so bad. That was bad. So that's kill one. Kill two. She just screams, and it's so slow <laughs> when he's trying to stab her with the top of the. What, what kind of gun was that? Harpoon gun. The harpoon. Uh, the harpoon. Just super slow harpoon gun, and it's like all right. And then, then this is where the movie gets wild. <laughs> Honestly, because oh. <laughs> where is this movie set? Where is this cruise coming from? Well, first of all, is that a cruise ship? Like, it is the dingiest looking, like you know, like wooden chair. Like, it look, it's look like a crappy cruise ship, and it's only eight people on the whole cruise. I know. It's, there's no one else, just the kids and the teachers. Like, it was like, was that supposed to be a cruise ship or just a a field trip or like what was it? There were a lot of people there for like one scene. I know, yeah. There and was a lot of people. There was like, a, yeah. There was a scene where they were having like a dance or something, and there was like a whole bunch of people, but then you don't see them the rest of the movie. Even when the ship gets there, like, oh, so they were. I, mean, then I must have. I must have missed that. So it's they were. Really, they were regular really people. Quick. Really. I guess they were students. Yeah, they were students. The student. It was like a throwaway kind of thing. But one thing that uh, one of the deleted scenes that for some reason they took out. If you remember the one guy that had like the white sweatshirt, the blonde guy, uh, he there was a backstory that he was like a world class diver. So they deleted this scene when he's talking to the captain. He's like, "Hey, thanks, Captain, so, Mister So and So, for letting us use your thing for free." So it's like a normal like vessel, but they're using it for. It's like one of those like 
there, there's one that goes out of Perth Amboy in Jersey that you go to the city and back. So that's why I was asking, where is this coming from? Because that's not New Jersey skyline. I know obviously it's shit <laughs> shot in Vancouver, uh, Canada, but dude, there's no mountains like that on no. the coast. And it was super foggy. It's June. Like it was like the weather was murky and cold. I thought they took clips from the shining and they're like driving. Through yes. The where are, where are these people? And you know what? I did write a note. It said the 80s had the lamest dancing because there was a dancing scene with them all them dancing. Ugh. But, it, but you know, they were students, I guess. So, But still, yeah. though, okay, even if there's 20 students, you have a whole cruise ship for 20 people? Like I know. It, I, know wrote, it, I wrote, is this a grad, grad cruise for 11 seniors? There are <laughs> more, obviously. Like when we see the boxing scene, there's yeah. people watching, cheering it on, yeah. and then there's the people on the dance floor. But that's it. So yeah. at the most, maybe like fifteen. Right, 20. right, right. And I mean, this is high school. But why did like a lot of the girls, even guys, they look like they're in their thirties? Like the, bl- the blonde well, chick looks like she's in her thirties. Uh, they, they were. were. Okay. There was only one person who was actually high school age. I forget who that. The was. main girl. The main girl, right? Yeah, Jensen Daggett. She was actually nineteen. She was the only teenager all of them were a lot older yeah a lot older like they didn't even try to make it look younger like they were a lot older so <laughs> and why the big storyline i know it has to be on a ship but why do we have to get this big story about like the kid not wanting to be a captain like he, his dad's like yeah you can do it set the course and he does it and he's like what's next what are you forgetting <laughs> and he's like you have to make sure you do the maritime signal and then he just runs around way like a baby yeah that, that was kind of pointless and they so, show shuffleboard, skeet shooting. Yeah. So these kids are firing guns. They're firing guns, skeet shooting, and they have underground boxing. Kind of, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it just didn't seem like a normal cruise ship. And then, plus, don't forget, you had the creep steward or whatever he I was. Know. You know, like, you're, you're going you're gonna to have him hanging around a bunch of kids. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely on some list somewhere. <laughs> you know, and then stuff forget the girl just playing guitar in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Just, just everywhere she goes, you know. So, yeah, we'll get into her. But how, I, two things that are, are really funny. One is when Jason just pops on the ship. He comes out of nowhere, grabs up, starts climbing on the rope. And then two, Tom, what did you think of the soundtrack? Oh, the soundtrack was amazing. I loved it. Loved it. <laughs> the song. Were these real songs, Jamie? Do you remember these? You know what? I, I don't know. Um, they sounded very 80-ish, so they could yeah. have been. Um, but they sounded, you know, they definitely used an 80s type soundtrack. I would, I would like to look up what, what bands were using them. I don't think they were real bands. I think they were just probably like somebody that was friends with the directors so they could save money. Because they were like really catchy. But they yeah, they had the, they the Nokia keyboard sound from the background. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so leather jacket. We'll talk about leather jacket girl because she's the next. Well, next you know, on the list. I've never seen Jason climb either, ever. Like he's never climbed. He's climbed twice in this movie. Oh yeah, and quietly and fast. You more know? than that, fast. he climbs more yeah. than that. Yeah, he's really fast. Yes, and really quiet. He's like a ninja. He really yeah. is quiet. No one hears him ever. And like he's again, you said he's soaking wet. You would think he'd have like squeaky shoes or something. Nothing. But he does sometimes. He does like when he. So we'll talk about the rocker chick and we'll get into okay. it. So the rocker chick's like playing and. I love her guitar. <laughs> awesome. Are you a guitarist? No, I actually uh, drummer actually. But okay. Um, Jason loved the guitar too. Uh, yes, he did. Putting it in her face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how about when she says to the cameraman guy, her her nerdy buddy, who kind of looks like he could be the son of is that guy that sings hot hot hot. Is his name Buster Poindexter? Buster Poindexter. He looks like he could be his son. Like a spitting image. Every movie has that one creepy kid who's always walking around with a camera filming everybody. 
Like, you know, it, always, every movie has that. Like, the nerdy kid that does that. And, uh, yeah, he, I guess he, he likes this girl with the guitar. Is that what the... No, he likes the blonde. He likes the blonde. He likes the blonde. Okay. The coke habit. Okay. <laughs> so she goes, hey, oh. in the engine room, we should go in the engine room because it's aching for a video. <laughs> how, but how weird is that? Like, she's on a cruise ship just playing guitar like she's in a rock video. You I know? thought that's what you did in the 80s. Um, I get, you know what? Maybe. I mean, I was young. I mean, I was in it. I mean, I knew I, you guys weren't born in the 80s. But, but I've seen MTV. So oh. I thought that was. Well, that was when MTV actually played music. Right. You know, they don't play music anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, that was just ridiculous. And the fact that he killed her right away. Like, she's like a, like one of the like, characters that actually stood out. And yeah. he dies like five minutes later. So here's where I'm going to jump into my theory, guys. Okay. So he sees her playing. She's just like, yeah, this engine room's awesome. She turns on her thing. She's air. She sounds like she's air guitaring. Honestly, she's playing the music loud and she doesn't, she's not plugged into anything. No. So she's just air guitaring with it. So Jason comes down. He's super loud, which is weird because later in the movie, you can't hear him. Correct. He, he's super loud. And then she sees him. She runs. How the hell? That's why I think he's teleporting. Because how is he already down there? <laughs> With the guitar. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And without making any noise. Because she ran. And now we've never seen Jason run ever. Ever. No. So she, he's up there. She sees him. She runs, drops the guitar, runs downstairs, and he's already there with the guitar. Yeah. I, I wrote the same thing down. There's, yeah. He's, there's got to be some kind of teleportation or something. So that's kill number three. Okay. That's kill well, number, number three. three. So then, so then Uncle Charles we meet. He's one of the teachers, creepy uncle. Oh, oh, I, I don't like the way he touches his knees. He's he's like the poor man's Ricardo Montalban. Yes, that's what he looked like. Yeah. He reminded. He just looked just like him. And this guy must be in a bunch of movies because he was a big deal at the end because they did the end his name. He looks familiar. I, I was trying to figure out what he was in, but he looks very familiar. Like he's, he's got a creepy looking face. Oh yeah. So here's a question that I have. And after watching the deleted scenes, it answered it. But for the audience that saw the movie that we saw, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't this movie make you feel like you missed a movie in between seven and eight? Because why does this girl, Rennie, the niece, why the hell does she see Jason? Yeah. I, I don't I, get that at all. We, we find out later, but for yeah. an hour and 20 minutes of the movie, you don't know what's going on. They don't, they don't explain that at all. And obviously, there's some kind of connection there. And, but it's like just th- thrown in your face like you should know. Yeah. You know? And yeah, it was, it was very confusing. And even deleted scene-wise, when you find out, it's still late in the movie. You find out way after we see Jason as a little kid in the wall, in the window that goes out to the ocean. It's just like a... It's after she gets pushed in, but we'll get into all that. So, you, by the way, so it's four people you said died? No, that was number three. Okay. Um, are you sure? Yeah. I have, well, I had thir- Jason, I have 30 minutes in, Jason kills four people, and not in Manhattan yet. So, oh, yeah, no, we're not even close to Manhattan. That's what I'm saying. So, no, I, I keep track. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I have it written down, too. I have to, yeah. No, kill number four is coming up. Okay. So, the next scene, and yeah, this is ridiculous, too. So, so they're boxing. The two girls are watching. One of the girls is Kelly Hugh, who I reached out for. She's actually a big time actress. She's on a ton, she's on Arrow, and she was in X Two X Men United, and she was like one of the main oh, characters. That, that was her. Yeah, that was her. Oh wow! It was, wow. This is her first movie. Wow. So, so they're watching the two guys fight. All right. 
Julius knocks the guy out and she goes, yeah, he's undefeated. He's the only guy I hook up with. Was that a sanctioned match? <laughs> they were just boxing in the, in there. I said it was underground boxing. That's what I just seemed weird, you know, and the, the, you know why he got knocked out? Cause he got distracted by the girls. He looked up and he saw them, you know, peeking at him. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of lines like that where she says he's undefeated and that like, idea changes almost immediately like his next match <laughs> is against jason and he does get defeated <laughs> almost yeah that uh <laughs> we definitely got to talk about that scene oh, later on that just, was unbelievable just like when the uh that kid he's um his father said uh someday you're gonna be the captain oh 20 minutes later he's the captain because that's dead that's pretty good look at this guy next level yeah, watching and he knows his stuff. Well, he was born uh, Friday the 13th. So he has a little bit more knowledge. <laughs> so, so one thing that I love is when the, 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 the typical blonde white girl, she goes, you want to do some Coke? And, <laughs> and then when they cut to them doing it, her line is nighttime is the right time. What the hell is that? Yeah. You can't do cocaine during the day. <laughs> well, people do cocaine during the day. <laughs> but it, it, so that's the girl that gets annoyed at the other girl, right? The main girl, because she likes like what? Why was yes. she mad? Why was she mad at her? Oh, because she didn't want to do the cocaine. Okay, um, you're right. You're right. So she, she walked get in caught, there um, and, and lose her scholarship or something. So yeah, so she, runs she was off. she was angry at her for not doing the cocaine. Yes. And then when she stumbled, and then when Jensen uh, Rennie, when she, her dog runs away after she sees Jason in the in the window, when Jason is peeping for the first time, the dog runs. And then, yeah, and then she stumbles to them doing coke, and she's like, oh, what a narc. And then she's like, what a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then this is what makes no sense. Like, so there's a lot of movies about cocaine. Do you ever hear, when you hear the line, want a hit, that's like a weed thing. Correct. Like a cigarette or something. You don't say, when they see Randy, they're like, want a hit? She's like, no, I'm good. And then that's why they hate her. Because she doesn't want to do Coke. And then that's... Are you a Coke uh, expert? I'm a Pepsi guy. Okay. That's nice. I like Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, <laughs> kill number four. What was kill number four? See, I'm, obviously, I'm one behind then. Because I thought there was four happened already. Wait, this... The, the sauna guy. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> so, he's in the sauna, the guy that Julius beat. Yes. And... Oh, that was a rough way. That is a rough way to go, but... Don't you, when somebody's not talking for a few seconds when they walk in, don't you just lift the towel a little bit? He says, This is like a little bit of his dialogue. He goes, Nice fight, Julius. Guess I got to work on my left, right, left, right combo. Yes, let's find those babes later. And then Jason grabs the rock, the, steam, the hot rock, and shoves it into his stomach. And no one's around to hear any of these screams. Yeah. He screamed pretty loud. Yeah. Maybe the door closed. It's soundproof. Some people want to scream in the sauna. Uh, you know, I totally like bypass this part. You know, I remember, and now I remember he, so he put it through his heart. Like he put it through his chest. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? With this movie, they don't show a lot of graphic stuff outside of the boxer later on. I don't think I, I guess it's, it's kind of tame compared to the other Friday. 13. Wait, that was great. Wait, wait, that was graphic. The, there was blood, the mannequin head falling off. <laughs> oh. no, don't no spoiler alerts. We'll okay. talk about that later. But yeah, I feel like this movie was very tame. Again, maybe because of the budget. Um, I don't know. It wasn't as graphic as the other ones. 
No, it wasn't at all. Because honestly, the deleted scenes that they probably had to take out because of like rating wise, because oh, they probably want to keep it. Too. Yeah. It's already a hundred minute movie. Yeah. This is the longest movie. one. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. I have four pages. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now are they, this is where the girls want to not, you know, I guess play a prank on the, on the other girl, the goody good too. Like the, yeah. So what those, kind of prank is that? Well, first of all, she barely touches her and she goes flying over the railing. Yes. Right. I mean, like, so like her prank is trying to kill her. Cause she knows she's afraid of water. Like, isn't that kind of like, and apparently she can't swim. She can't swim. And you know, one of the lines went, well, first of all, who's the, is, is, is that her mom on the boat? No, like, teacher, Miss Van Usen. Okay. Cause I, I, I got confused with the, with the principal, the, the teacher, like, cause they all seemed like very close to her. Yeah, it was just like her favorite student. Like in the beginning of the movie, she gave her the Stephen, Stephen King, pen. King pen, which okay. I was confused about because Stephen King always wrote with black barrel pencils, not pens. Oh, so I saw that detail. next level. Funny, nice. So okay, so so the girl gets thrown over. The teacher is just standing there, not helping at all. Like <laughs> you would think, like someone would dive in after her. she can't swim until that one guy comes over and gets her. Then there was I wrote down this line, which I was ridiculous, but. She goes, um, I can't swim. She goes, ever think about getting lessons? I know. <laughs> I mean, like, really? Like, that's what she wants to hear right now. She almost drowned. You, you know, you ever think about getting lessons? <laughs> yeah, when somebody rams the car in front of them, they almost die in a car accident. Do you ever think about hitting the brake? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So where are we now? Oh, my God, dude. Well, this is where Jason steals the rope. The girl, this is, this is the next, like, isn't it the next scene? Well, she has a vision. Doesn't the girl have the vision of Jason again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she gets knocked off, yeah, she, when she goes into the room, again, we don't know the connection between her and Jason. <laughs> She's washing her hand. Blood comes through, which is not like, it doesn't seem like an illusion. Right. And then she looks in the mirror and it's baby Jason again. And it's just, again, like, we don't know. As the audience, we're in the dark. Like, why do, why do they, why, are, why is she seeing this? Yep. Man, his face got freakier and freakier every time they showed little kid Jason. Like, his oh, yeah. go up higher. They used a lot of different kids. I guess. But th- wasn't she wearing a robe, the girl? Yeah. And she tried to escape, and Jason grabbed the robe, and she ran away with nothing on? Like, Jason took the robe off her. Oh, no, you're talking That's about the blonde. The blonde. Oh, oh yeah. Not- so, yeah, no, no, we'll jump to that. So, the oh, okay. blonde, that's, the next, that's the next one on here. Okay. So, the best is when the, the principal... He or the teacher, he goes, You better have your when he catches them doing the coke. He's like, Are you doing drugs? And Kelly, you was like, Would I do drugs? You know, I'm a biologist. She's like, I'm going to school for biology. Why would I do drugs? So then the he goes, You better have your project in there in 15 minutes, which they're graduating. This is a graduation cruise. What happens? Like, what if she doesn't have it done? She already graduated. It just that made no sense. And then the fact that she's like, oh, my parents are out of town. He's like, you better still have it. Of course, she still has to have it done. But so then. Oh, this is where she sets him up. This is the scene where she sets yes. him up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there was another one line that came out of that one. He tells her, if you don't have that project ready, you're never getting off this boat. And. Whoa, these she, are good. She never got off that boat. Do you, so think, do you think he's in cahoots with Jason? Maybe. Hate all. I mean, that's a, that's a threat that, you know, he kept. That's true. <laughs> now, how, for a second, so he goes into the room. She's showing the biology project. She has champagne, yeah. a, a robe, robe, and, dude, when she opens that up and she has all the 
markings. I don't know what her project was. Guessing it wasn't that. It was uh, anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Is that is that is that, is that that's, that's, that's frowned upon? Like for like a, like a class grade? You've never well, done something like that. I have not. No. Oh. I have not. But when he went in and he started kissing her, he was kind of, I really thought he was going to give in. I'm like, dude, is this about to happen right now? He did not fight it at all in the beginning. No. And Nerd Boy with the camera, he is, he is, he is, he is in cahoots with the girl, the blonde girl. He's filming it. And then it's like the uncle didn't even see it. But he's like, oh, get off me. We can't be doing this. We can't be doing this. And then the line that Tom just said, and then the guy shows the tape. Yep. And then the nerdy kid thinks he's going to get lucky. And she's like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and then when he leaves with the champagne, and he even says his own name. I forgot. What, it, what was his name in this movie? Wayne. The, the nerd kid? Yeah. Wayne. He goes, yeah, Wayne, you idiot. Wayne's world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That was already on SNL by then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. It's like a mix of him and Garth. Pretty much. You know what? Yeah. I didn't think about the that. Wayne look with the Garth glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're next level here. <laughs> so then I love when he, when he goes, Oh yeah, Wayne, you idiot. Sips the champagne. He walks. <laughs> Jason is waiting in the next room. He's, he's never, he never waited at creeps. I mean, he's really like took it to a whole different level. He was creeping on this whole time. He watched. He was going to watch, the, Hi, was here I watch the principal and the girl get it on. So here's here's what we have to get into. So he opens the door, he peeps in. All right, the first door. She is getting out of her quick shower, and then there's a goof in the movie because she's completely dry after she's out of the shower because they probably obviously they filmed it probably hours later and didn't think about that. So she sees, she hears the door, looks out, sees him. She closes the door. So he's all dainty about opening the first door, but the second door. And I have to admit, I watch this twice. I jump both times. <laughs> she's like pads her ear to the door he punches it through and I gotta say this is kill five this is my favorite so far so Very far creative okay. punching okay. the glass grabbing the piece of glass and a little foreshadowing moment back to the cocaine remember she drops her mirror wow and the cocaine breaks all over the floor now when it's her time to die smash that mirror again and we go right after her with the shard my mind's exploding right this, now whoo, interesting I thought the writers were bad, but they were That's, just they just maybe the, a writer. Maybe, you know what? Maybe this is the best Jason. I don't know. It, it might be the best. It was the worst wow. uh, graphics, I guess, but maybe the best writing. Wow. That's pretty good writing now that we're getting there. <laughs> is there more of these? Oh, yeah. They're coming out. Oh, my oh, wow. God. <laughs> more, more metaphors this is and fun. one lines. And <laughs> no, but I love how he punched the mirror, used that piece of glass, and killed her. And then the deleted scene for this, was, which we see later on, he actually like stabbed a bunch of pieces in her face, which I thought uh, that would that would be pretty cool if they would have shown that. But so that's and, kill and, number five. And she doesn't run; she sits there and cries. Oh yeah, they yeah. Can't run. Like again, she doesn't. Like no one tries to run. And we're at about forty minutes now. We're not at Manhattan yet. And she didn't know. Do you think she knew it was Jason? Again, we talk about that the first girl that died on the boat didn't know it was Jason. But did she know? Because I don't think she any saw of, a guy peeping and was like, oh, this yeah. is a peeper. I don't think she did. I don't think she, you know, because she, I don't think half of them, I don't think, knew was Jason. I think later on, some of them do. But in the beginning, I don't think they did. I just think they were just, I don't know, some crazy guy with a knife. Yeah. All right. So the captains. <laughs> Poor guys. 
I didn't like the foreshadowing with uh, him asking, hey, so how old's your kid now? 19 months. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so he's standing there. He's like, you take the ship for a little bit. I'm going to go down, check on the engine or something. Yeah, and then be, Jason comes. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jason walks up. And I don't know. He's slow. What is he slow grab? What is that? Is that another harpoon? You know, whatever's on the wall. I mean, he somehow that whole cruise ship has weapons that he can use. And I think it was a harpoon. I think it was like a small harpoon. It was smaller than the other one. Well, yeah, he stabs him in the back from like the front shot you're looking in. He kills him. The other guy walks in, the, the Sean's father, and he goes, oh, no. And then, God, why did they have to use slow-mo? It was so slow to use the throat slash. Jason comes behind him and finds a machete? Yeah. Where, where was that? In the kitchen. You keep those on both. <laughs> in the kitchen, on a wall. Yeah, slashes his throat. So yeah, those are six and seven. Wait, didn't they? When, wasn't there a scene when they walked by a thought of kitchen and he saw the machete on the, on the wall? That's later. Oh it's, oh, it's another weapon he grabs off the wall. Yeah. All right. But then, the, so the kid sees his father. Mm-hmm. Doesn't cry. Like he didn't seem upset at all. I know. I never. I never found my dad's with a throat slash standing over a, a captain's wheel. But I don't know what I would do. But dude, it was that was insane. And just the way Jason propped the body up. Well, that's, uh, so right. So in this movie now, he's prop. He's propping bodies up, and he's cutting phone lines. <laughs> Jason knows to cut phone lines. Like you know, like, like he's never done anything like this. Like he really, he's becoming like a like a human killer. And he knew when they were ready to make a phone call. Yes. Yep. He waited till that moment. He didn't do it when he first got on the boat. Well, He's it's more like, dramatic oh. when, you, when you're talking and all of a sudden it clicks off. You know, you got to have yeah. that dramatic, you know, so. So there's a lot of similarities to movies that we do. And this kind of reminds me about Poltergeist. Is Jason just a prankster? Do you think that he is like, so, hey, he's off camera somewhere. He's like, so here's what we're going to do today. I'm going to kill this kid's dad and I'm going to prop him up so he thinks he's alive. <laughs> and then, or he's like, they're about to make a phone call. They're going to almost tell him what's going on. And then I'm going to pull it almost like a Casey case of like voiceover. <laughs> Was that your Casey Casey impression? No, no, no. I don't have one of those. Oh, okay. It's hard to do. Uh, uh, this guy could do any impression. I've seen, I've heard a lot. He Maybe does, one later. He does okay. a better shaggy impression actually. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean, this is what we talked about before. So this is what's so dumb about another deleted scene that they took out later. But we talked about, we saw all these extras down the dance floor and, and they're watching the boxing and playing shuffleboard. So his dad's dead. He goes, everybody to the bridge. Everyone shows up. How many people were there? Eight. <laughs> Not even. I mean, Kelly, you didn't show up. Right. She's still alive. And it was really just Julius, his buddy, the blonde diving kid that, that story we didn't know about. And that was it. No yeah. one else showed up. And the two teachers. That's why I said it. It was like, feel like there was nobody on that ship. You have a oh, whole and, cruise ship. And the creepy, you're doomed guy. Oh, yeah. Yes. He, he made it. Well, he, not, not, not much longer. Yeah. Not much longer. <laughs> and then Uncle Charles wanted to sh- chase him and kill him. <laughs> so this is another one. Kill eight. Just before that, Rennie, again, is in her room. Oh, no, no. Rennie's walking around because uh, Sean no, tells She goes Sean downstairs. Tells, yeah, and Jason is w- looking at her yeah. like he knows her. But again, 
even when we find out later in the movie, he doesn't really, unless he remembers her, he doesn't really know her. No. And how how does she know to like be pulling levers in the in the oh, basement bo- boiler room or whatever? Like she knew like she like she's ran a boat before. Like she knew what she was doing. Just like Jason, how does he know how to pull the antenna at the right time? No, it makes no sense. Or what has you know, wouldn't you be like, even if Jason's like, I should pull the antenna, they're making a phone call, his brain should say, What's an antenna? Because I don't know what this. He has no he never went to he went to like his knowledge is like what? He died at the age of eight? Something like yeah, that. Something 12? Like that. So yeah. he doesn't even know boobs yet. Oh, he's seen plenty of boobs. Oh, no, he's seen plenty of boobs throughout the <laughs> series. <laughs> but he doesn't know what they are, probably. That's, I think you know what boobs are when you're eight years old. That's true. So then Kelly Yu, <laughs> she goes into the room. She sees her friends, her friend dead. And I love the goo from the door that gets punched in. So there's like goo dripping from Jason. So she runs to the dance floor. How first of all, how low is that ceiling and how small was that floor? It looked like a yeah. it was like a weird but how dramatic was that scene? Like they they were so slow. She she spun around how many times looking around for somebody. Like we were like they dragged that part out so long. And he's teleported again. He did. Because okay. he's bouncing around the whole room. Not only that, she runs in there, there's an open door, she runs in there, but every other door is locked. Yeah. Did he so, plan that? Like that's what I mean. Is he a prankster? He knew she would go in there one way out, it's like an ant trap. Yep. She, she knew how to get in, but she couldn't get out. And she, because she's running from him, she stands in one spot and just keeps turning around, looking around. Just stands. It doesn't try to move. She just stands there. I mean, that's what you do when a bear's attacking you. So maybe she was <laughs> going for that. Just stay still. And this is the eighth movie. This is the first movie that Jason sh- strangles someone. And that was a pretty cool kill, too. He's strangling her, strangling her, and then just. And a far shot tosses her this, lifeless body. Yeah. Well, he had a little Darth Vader in him, I think, this uh, this movie, because you could hear him breathing heavy. Like you said, you yeah. mentioned that before, Tom. And then just he's got the strength of Darth Vader, like throwing people around. So I think he's got a little Darth Vader in him. He's kind of a machine. He's kind of a monster. Yeah, no. he was rebuilt. He has, so, he has to be. Yeah. So now, and, now this, all the kids are uh, wait, digging up weapons. This is the eighth death? That was number eight. Okay, that's 49 minutes into the movie. Not in Manhattan yet. <laughs> and there's still a lot more. There's still a lot more that happened. <laughs> so so when they're divvying up the weapons, like Julius go Julius is like so tough. He's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. And he gets everyone together. Uncle Charles, the teacher, is like, No, you can't do that. And he's like, School's out. <laughs> McCullough. <laughs> So they're going over weapons, and this is really funny because obviously we know Julius is a boxer. We've seen the movie sort of Jamie never saw it before, but prior, so we know what happens later on. But when they're divvying up the weapons and everybody's grabbing different things, they're like, Julius, so what are you going to take? And it's like a long pause, and you're thinking he's like, I'm going to use my fist. I I thought (laughs) he was going to say that. I totally thought these are my weapons right here. I I thought he was going to say something like that. And he says, nothing but this gun. Well, I like how the camera guy is still holding the camera with one hand and using a weapon in the other hand. Like, you know, at, at what point do you put the camera down? <laughs> I'm sure it was very expensive. You know, you can't just leave something that like is, that behind. That is true. So now we have to talk about this is the first non-Jason kill. And this is pretty rough. He's walking there with the camera, the nerdy kid. Steam somehow randomly shoots out. Knocks his glasses off. See somebody walks up, blasts him in the chest. And then the only way he can see is through the lens. 
of the camera notice he kills like a random ship hen i think it was the guy that the uh, blonde and the kelly Hugh were like checking out earlier in the movie gets blasted in the chest and then i love this part dude when jason you just see his feet come into focus oh yeah well you know they they try to make it look like what he was seeing because he couldn't see it really wasn't that blurry. I mean, it was blurry, but you can still make out. Like, they should have made it a lot more blurrier than it was. Like, they, they try to say, like, this is what this kid's looking like. Yeah. But he, yeah. Really, he still could see. So the fact that he shot that kid, you know, uh, well, that's, that's what you get for holding one, you know, weapon in one hand and camera in the other hand. Yeah. I mean, they really pulled the Scooby-Doo on that, too. Like, Velma loses her glasses. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Don't rip off Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> that's when the writing kind of fell apart. Oh, this is where it fell apart? Right when, you know, you have missing glasses <laughs> moment. Okay. <laughs> so then the nerdy guy, he sees Jason. Jason slaps the camera out. And then he tosses him. He runs a little bit. And he runs into his rocker best friend who's dead. She's just laying there. Just laying there with blood on her head. And then he just tosses him into the electrical. We just talked about that in Jaws. Yep. Now just like hitting electrical and you like fry like the guy in Tango and Cash. So it's like yep. he just starts shaking. Everything starts going on the ship. Fire starts. Now, are we? What's what number are we on? Well, that was kill nine. That's a non-Jason kill. Okay, we still count it. And now we're on kill ten. Is this the one with the axe? The axe guy climbing the? Yes, this is this is this is where teleporting at its finest. Even though he teleported already. Yep. There's just so much teleporting going on here. And then again, he's a he's a good climber. I mean, yeah. you know, he's climbing a mass now. He's a, he's a big dude, Jason. And he climbs so quickly up that, you know, the guy, first of all, the, when any movie, anytime you're climbing somewhere high, you're not going to make it. You never, there's no place to go. Why was he climbing up there? Higher ground that's, so he could jump up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's, that was just a bad move. Yeah, I know. I hated that he swung the ax at him. Jason grabbed the ax and he runs. Clearly he runs away. Like he's almost on a different level than where Jason is. And then he climbs up and Jason's already there pulls him down and the ax flies almost hits Julius in the foot. Yep. And then he sees his buddy dead. Uh, he goes through the antenna that Jason pulled apart earlier. And then when Jason runs into Julius, you're like, Oh, it's about to go down. We're going to see something cool. I don't know why they wrote this in. He throws Julius off, throws him off the boat. And then you're like, Oh, well, I, I was thinking, and then you don't see him. So I'm like, all right, he can't swim. You know, I, the token guy can't swim. <laughs> so, uh, and you don't see, you don't see, I thought he was dead. Like they don't, they don't show him again. Right. I mean, it, 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 it took him a while before you see Julius again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, a good 10 minutes. And then again, Jason, right after that, he finds Rennie again, is peeping in a room again. This is like the, and she's in a room a lot. I know her uncle told her, told her to stay in the room, but he, he goes through the glass window, grabs her. She grabs Oh, the Stephen King pen. Yeah. That's what she had handy. I'm sorry, the non-Stephen King pen. <laughs> Stags it, stabs him in the eye, and then he starts bleeding. Yeah. How is he bleeding? How is he bleeding? I mean, I guess he's breathing. Now he's bleeding. But I, don't, I couldn't imagine him having any more blood in his body anyway. That was pretty absurd. <laughs> and here's the part you were talking about before, Jamie. So when they're walking into the kitchen, where, again, the teacher later in the movie – not too much later, she says, oh, all the people are in the restaurant. I told them to wait in the restaurant. The restaurant's gone. That's what Sean says. There's nobody in there. Yep. So, so uh, Mr. McCullough, Uncle Charles, he walks around. They showed the knife. Then when he goes around it, the knife's gone. Mm-hmm. 
But Jason didn't grab that. The wacky de- deckhand guy grabbed that. And then when he comes around the corner, the next part, when he tries to stab Uncle Charles, he misses. And then we see him later. He has the knife, and then he just falls on the ground. He has the ax in his back that the other guy had earlier in the movie. So that's kill 11. <laughs> so what time are we at on your timestamp? Um, I have I, – well, I think I was behind one death. So um, I think we're at 55 minutes. All right. No Manhattan yet. No, but we are on the lifeboat. We're well, almost there. So my, my question with the lifeboat it, well, was that they all jump on there. How did they know that everybody else is not there anymore? Like they, they totally left everybody. In, like they don't know everybody was dead. Yeah, so, everybody else is still on the boat. Right. And, and, and far however, as their mind. However many people that was, because sometimes it was 10, sometimes it was three. Correct. We don't know. But they're all still on the boat. But even the, the his his students, like he didn't know the black guy was missing. He didn't know uh, the blonde hair. Like, you know, the principal or whatever is the uncle didn't know who was still left on the boat, but he totally left him there and just jumped in there. Whoever's near him at that time jumped on the life bed. You know, like I feel like he just kind of left his students behind. Well, yeah. he is a bad dude. He's not a captain that goes down with the ship at all. No, well, that's that's obvious. Um, but yeah, I was surprised that he just left everybody. But yeah, you know, he only thought about himself. Yeah, they're all ready to go. They're getting ready to, and then Julius climbs on. They do like the POV of him. Yep. You're like, is that Jason in the water? It's Julius. He's alive. And then the boat scene when they're on the lifeboat. Oh my gosh! What? That's the one guy wasn't that. even. I know it's so bad, oh. but Sean wasn't even paddling. It was so weird. It was just th- that scene. All you see is fog and the boat. That was horrible. That was such a horrible looking scene. Um, oh, talking about like budget at the lowest. That was that looked like it was filmed in like a sauna, like yes. it really filled with. And it was like nothing. It was just horrible. That was a horrible looking like, scene. Where where are we now in water terms? Are we like on the Hudson? Or? I'm guessing the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> oh, so this is what I wanted to talk about before, and it kind of fits now. So just before they're getting ready to go on the cruise ship, that crazy deckhand guy sees the rich boat. Just start coming in. They're on a river. They must be on a river at that point to feed out to right. the, the the Atlantic Ocean. But how the hell did that boat get out of Crystal Lake into there? <laughs> so then now they're obviously in the Atlantic Ocean. But how long? How long do you think they were really on that ship? It must have been a while, right? Because they were dancing already. It's not like they walked onto the ship. They're like everybody head right to the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. You gotta check in. And yeah. it, like that takes time. The timeline was, was kind of off in this movie, you know, all around. Even when they were rowing, they all were sleeping. I know. And like, how, long, I, how long were they rowing for that they all fell asleep? You know, like, first of all, your adrenaline is going. You've been chased by, a, like, a monster, and you're going to be calm enough to fall asleep right away? Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be calm until I landed, in, you know, on land. Like, I'd be, like, oh, yeah. nervous, you know? But, yeah. So, they're in, we're finally in New York City. We see the Statue of Liberty, and they're really too, too excited. Two one, hour, one hour and four minutes. Wow. <laughs> so, and that might not even be New York. That could be New Jersey, depending on where you <laughs> yes, are. True, true. <laughs> so then that's, that's, the, that's the only part of New York we see because the rest of that, this scene, the rest of the movie is pretty much shot in Vancouver minus like one scene. Well, so then they, 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 are they on land yet? You're, you're at- well, no, yeah, they get on land. Okay, okay. So they're ready, the ready to start walking, yeah. One of the first lines they say is, must be a payphone here somewhere. It's 1980s. There's payphones in every corner. You know, like, you know, like there must be a phone here somewhere, you know. But how does Jason get there? He's oh, a fast swimmer. He, he walked. 
Oh, he walked. <laughs> underwater. Still breathing. Underwater. He's, he swims faster than he walks. I mean, was he under? <laughs> was he was he holding onto the boat? Like, how did he get there? Like, that would have been good if they showed his hand the whole time, and he's just like, "All right, I'll just go for the maybe, ride." Maybe he was pushing the boat. That's, maybe. Well, they were sleeping, so it's possible. Maybe on his bucket list, he's like, "I always wanted to kill a Manhattan." So you like pushing? Yeah, he's helping them out. Although he 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 did seem out of breath when he got out because he was breathing very heavy, Jason, and yeah. when he got out of the water. So uh, yeah. And how about the uncle? Shouldn't he be happy he's alive? The first thing he says is like, some captain you are. What a place to dock a boat. It's like, <laughs> dude, you Yeah, dude, you were just <laughs> on a ship that was burnt. You're out of the ocean. Like, You're on land. Like, get it together. Yeah. And I like when Jason looked up at the Eastern Hockey League sign, and it was a, his mask. And then he perfectly had a turn for it to take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> now, is he meeting the people on the street yet? Yes, we're meeting the JoJo. So they're walking down the street, just walking down the alley, and we see JoJo and his buddy. And they're getting ready to rob. And honestly, they didn't only Sean was ready to do something. The uncle was like basically like, here, take my niece. Yeah, I was gonna say he he really did nothing. Yeah. He did nothing. You know, he just stood there while they took him. Yeah, Sean 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 seemed like he was ready to go after him. I mean, uh yeah. And we almost had our first really sad kill because the guy tried to shoot the dog. Yeah. Dude, he wanted to shoot the dog. So I was like, whoa, dude, okay. This is this is not cool. So then so then JoJo, Michael Beignet, who I, we interviewed with the bandana, take him and his Asian buddy, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Into the into the alleyway. And the first thing they think is to shoot her up with heroin. And there was rape in this movie almost. Very close. Yeah. Very close. Probably the first time too that there are scarier people than Jason in a Friday thirteenth movie. Yeah, he's gonna hack you up, but he's not gonna drug you up. Yeah, he's not gonna rape you either. He'll spy on you, but you know. (laughs) But yeah, that was uh, that was that was pretty freaky. And then uh, this is the first time we've ever seen Jason be like a hero. I don't know if he meant to be a hero or, but yeah, no one else does that. Michael Myers, Chucky, they don't save. Yeah. Ready? No. Jason is, he's a man of the people. He is. I love, I love when he, the, the kill is so corny. He grabs the heroin needle, shoves it through the guy's back, and then it like wiggles around the front of it. Just looks so bad. But the best was JoJo. So he's like, who the, he's like, oh man, I forgot the money. And he's like, who the fuck are you, man? And he pulls his gun out. And Michael Beignet laughed about this because he wasn't like a huge team new Friday the 13th. But he even said, he's like, I told the director, like, why would I walk closer to him after I'm shooting him and he's not falling down? And I told him, I was like, that's like a trope in horror movies. It's like people run upstairs and they should run out the front door. But even he said that, which is pretty funny. He was like, why am I doing this? But yeah, he shoots Jason. Jason just, boom, he moves back a little bit. Shoots him again, moves back a little bit. Gets really close. Gun is out of bullets. And then Jason, really quick, throws his into a pole and he's dead. That wouldn't <laughs> kill him. Well, the force that Jason has, though, you know, he, he's got a tremendous force. Yeah, but again, we don't see any kill. No, Another I know. kill we don't see. Yeah. I wonder why. Was this rated R also? Like, I guess it had to be. No, I they want to be. No, PG-13. That's they why they want to. Yeah, that's why they make these movies. That's why they cut that stuff out so they can get the younger audience to go. Gotcha. Was this the only one that was PG-13? I think all of them are. Oh, they are? Yeah. Wow. Oh, dude, don't you remember? There's PG movies in the 80s that show boobs. So. Listen, Clash of the Titans had the first boobs uh, that was PG. We saw it in school. 
Do you remember Clash of the Titans? Yeah, but you saw that in school? We did. Well, because it's Greek mythology. But the first scene, the woman's sitting there, you know, no, with the baby in her hands. And I remember that. And they showed it. And of course, everybody in school was like, woo. So I have to ask, right after that, was there a lot of boys that raised their hands to use the restroom? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been weird. Yeah, it kind of would have been weird. Well, the, restroom, the, the bathrooms aren't that big. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> so that would have been a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up in there <laughs> so uh so kill 14 this is the premier best one of the movie hands down jason versus julius it was so cool this they is the show this is a showdown you're waiting for they really should have sold tickets for that bout so it was now, incredible but my, my question is like i mean like he's wearing a mask why did he keep punching him in the face wearing a mask like he should have hit like body shots yeah Right, I mean, and, and he goes to that. He, he does out. later on, but it's I mean, his hand, twenty times. And they do then, show his hands all bloody. Yeah, you know, from punching a mask, you know. And Jason looked badass in the scene. He just oh, yeah. there and taking it the whole time. And there were real shots. Kane Hodder told him to give him shots because he was wearing stuff. Oh, really? To take it, so that's why it looked pretty legit. Oh wow! But yeah, when Julius is on the phone, he actually got cut in the filming of the scene when he's on the phone call nine one one, and Jason busts in. I think he headbutts through it, right? Or did he just punch in? One of the scenes when he goes through glass, he uses a headbutt. Maybe it's on the ship. But he punches through it. One of those pieces of glass, the, the fake glass they use, uh, cut Julius. But yeah, then he runs up the roof. He starts looking around, which is not New York City what he's looking at. And then he sees, and then Jason climbs up. And dude, the, the way that was shot, it was cool because it was like a far shot just seeing a lot of the punches. And Jason just slowly going backwards and backwards. And he punched him for like a minute and 21 seconds. Well, you sure. think he's going to maybe like knock him off the building or something like that. Like Jason kept walking backwards. Like, you know, he wasn't seeing behind him. So he's like, all right, how's this going to go? And uh, yeah, but he, listen, Jason's smart. He was making him get tired. <laughs> you know, that's what the great he, boxers do. That's a do. Rocky did it. Rocky did it at Clubber Lang, you know? So Jason is Rocky. No, J- yeah. Jason is Rocky and Julius is Clubber Lang. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Makes total sense. But <laughs> so how here's another part we have to talk about. So so Jason punches his head off. And it looks oh, yeah. so bad. Mannequin head. Even the punch that he throws is like a really weird hook that knocks the head off. It rolls down the roof, hits the dumpster lid that's open like a backboard, falls in, lid closes. All right. So you're gonna tell me that Jason dumpster dove, grabbed that, threw that into a police car? <laughs> Real fast, too. He's playing game. He's playing with his, the people he's killing. He's the whole movie. He's been playing games with them, so it's a setup. Yeah, he's, well, he's got he's got the brain of an eight year old, right? That was, he does. He yeah. does. So he's just playing you know, all mischief games. <laughs> oh, he is. He's playing. I can go seek with that. Yeah. So the, so then the <laughs> uncle finds a cop, and the cop has the gun ready. Almost shoots Mrs. Van Usen. T- t- yeah, he tells her to freeze. Yeah, wouldn't he know, like, hey, there's this crazy, really big guy that's killing people, which uh, the uncle doesn't believe it still. So then they all get in the cop car. I love that. They all get in the cop car. The girl's doped up on heroin. And Jason comes, grabs the cop, throws him in the alley. Well, again, we don't know how he dies. Right. He's not using a weapon. Maybe he strangles him with the, with the radio? They don't really show it. I mean, it's hard to – yeah. So the girl who's on heroin gets in the front seat and Jason's standing on the road, which I don't know why is he standing so far away. The alley was right next to the car. 
She runs him over once, right? And then runs him over twice. And then and they and she drives away. Now, the, the uncle, he's like yelling at her. Brittany, what are you doing? Slow down. She's trying to get out of there. And he's telling her what like, he's like freaking out because she's driving like a maniac. Like, why is he annoyed at that? Like, wouldn't you be happy that she's trying to get away? Like, you know, like he 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 seemed like such a like denial the whole movie. He was in denial the whole movie that something's going on. And he had to be in control of everything. Correct. As well. Like, oh, don't drive that fast. Correct. Like you, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say how it is. And then when she runs into the wall and everybody <laughs> piles out and it explodes. And Miss Van Usen is still in there. I was like, oh my God. That's <laughs> the second non-Jason kill. And it was, dude, that was intense. And the principal leaves her. Again. <laughs> yeah, he, out of there. He really did. And and again, like I see, I thought this was the girl's mom. So I'm like, she didn't she didn't get upset, you know, when yeah. she died. But this well, she was on heroin. Yeah, I forgot about that. And she was still like, kind of like freaky. But dude, when Jason sees the uncle, that first we have the story that she tells. Yep. We see the flashback, which we should have saw earlier in the movie of the uncle saying, you need to learn how to swim. You've been coming here for two summers. And then he goes, you're going to learn today. And throws her into the water. Young Jason grabs her foot, pulls her in. And then when she has that flashback, the heroin like kicks it in or something, yeah. or maybe seeing him face to face. But the worst thing was, was he goes, well, I jumped in and saved you. <laughs> it's like, wait, you tossed like a six-year-old, a 10-year-old yeah. kid into the water and just say, fend for yourself. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was ridiculous. Well, up until that point, I started thinking like, you never see the uncle and Jason together in the same scene. So maybe the uncle was Jason. <laughs> if Because the whole movie, he was denial. I, I was thinking like, maybe there's some kind of connection, but then obviously, you know, that if he if he didn't if he didn't start off in the beginning of the movie that way, you could have totally thought that like in five, like you didn't know yeah, that it wasn't correct. Jason in five. Correct. Yeah, if he wasn't like electrocuted alive, you could have probably thought that if he was just wearing like a normal outfit, not soaking wet. Because why would he be in denial the whole movie? Yeah, I mean, you know that that you know, and then it, it was like, even when the girl the girl got taken, like he wasn't he didn't seem concerned like by the the two uh, gang members, like he didn't seem concerned, like he just seemed like. So, like, focused on just what he wanted to do. Just, I don't know. Didn't make sense. But, yeah. So, now all the truth comes in now, and she knows exactly what her uncle did. And then he sees Jason. Yeah. Finally. He runs, again, another teleporting. He <laughs> runs into a building. Jason's still in the street. Well, it's, first of all, he really wasn't running. I know. <laughs> he, he was moving. I mean, maybe that's his, his way of running. He was, he was running so slow. Like, you know, there was, there was definitely no... I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't putting a lot of effort into it. <laughs> but yes, he goes to the. He goes in the building. It's what like second, goes upstairs. Floor. Yeah, and then in seconds he gets thrown out. <laughs> How? How is Jason already there? So Unless funny. there's more than one Jason. Oh. I don't know. If there's a scream, Jason's. then I would think of it. So maybe there's yeah. clones. Jason maybe. Clones? Okay. Interesting. So trash can. <laughs> you mean you mean toxic waste can? Toxic yes. waste can. What is that doing in the middle of Manhattan? It's the 80s in Manhattan. I thought it was everywhere. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're That's right. That's how the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were uh, created. Oh. All right. Secret of the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the uncle dies. This is Kill 17. This is Jason's. 17, huh? 
Yeah, kill total 17. Right. This is Jason's 15th. 15th, yeah. And so now the girl is just sitting on a couch outside in a dark alley. Yeah, and then Sean comes up and they start kissing. I'm like, wait, there's this guy that is in a hockey mask <laughs> that is superhuman strength that's killing you. But you think, oh, okay, you know what? This is right. Let's kiss right now. And dude, I love when Jason knocked over the perfectly placed boxes. Like he was an awesome cock block. He just barrels through the box and then they just run. Yep. To the subway. Yep. Yes. To the subway. This is like planes, trains, and automobiles. It is. <laughs> Boats, and they, subways. And they, and they barely made it on the train, of course. Yes. They barely made it on. And how does Jason get on? I love when they run down the stairs. Jason runs. He walks right through the door. Yep. The glass door. This guy snoops the whole movie. He doesn't think like, hey, you know what? Let's not cause panic. And no one's screaming behind. They don't yeah. see this guy walk through there. They hear glass shatter. Nobody screams. He's not like getting looks when he's like oozing everywhere and just like wet and soaking. And they get barely make it onto the subway car and he's on there already. He teleports. Well, you've been on the subway, right? Mm -hmm. Like creepy people walking down the aisle, maybe oozing. That's just normal every day. That is New York. I I definitely (laughs) understand that, but he couldn't have got there that fast. No, that's true. They were flying down the thing. I know he's quick in this one, but he definitely has to teleport. Yeah, at least like a Crystal Lake. I mean, it's all in one area. You know, yes. here, he's gone from the middle of the ocean. Well, he's gone from Crystal Lake from the middle of the ocean to Manhattan to a train, like, like ridiculous. Like, I don't think they're, they're not using the same Jason speed that he used in the other movies. So he gets shot. He gets hit by a car. But the thing that really puts him in his track is when they pull the emergency brake, no one else falls, but it's almost like Kane Hodder who played Jason. He had to like dive back because it looked so bad. And then, dude, Sean tackles Jason. Jason pops off the train. He tackles Sean onto the, I mean, Sean tackles Jason onto the track. He's electrocuted. He's just laying there. So electric, electricity shoots, like kills him, or at least like knocks him out and brings him back to life. Yes. Well, yeah. this, this one specifically was 6,000 volts. I oh, don't know okay. what the volts before was. Maybe different <laughs> types of volts. Are you an electricity uh, expert? I, I'm not. That's why I'm not sure okay. which voltage creates life versus death. I did watch The Electric <laughs> Company as a kid. I don't know if that counts. Probably not. You know, you know who was on that, right? What a famous actor was on there? Who? Morgan Freeman. Look at that. He was on that. Lawrence Fishburne was on. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. It's where these yeah. shows start. Kids shows. Yes. Or where you get your break. And Phil Hartman was on Pee-wee. Yes. So, so they, this is the first time we actually seen New York. Like on, we saw the shots of the, the B-roll of showing like the Statue of Liberty, but we see Jason. We see them walking in Times Square, and they're like, "He's dead. This is great." And they're still like walking really gingerly, like this is fine. And then Jason is just standing there. Okay, so he's standing there dripping, dripping of swamp, like crap hockey mask blood all over the place now one person stops and looks at him and he must smell because he just got electrocuted electrocuted. oh well he must smell because he's been dead for 35 years (laughs) so i think that's also the smell (laughs) but i mean but not one person then again it is new york city so i guess you're not sure you know what you're going to see in new york city but now one person would seem concerned 
I mean, and, and Jason's a hero for the second time. Cause I'm sure passerbys didn't like to hear that stupid boom box, whatever music was coming out of that. And he had the punk gang members. Jason kicks it. Like he's just so <laughs> pissed. He's like, I didn't want to get electrocuted twice today. And he kicks it. And the guy says, you're dead meat slime bag. Then Jason just shows him his face and they all run. <laughs> See, I thought they were going to do like a, um, what's it called? Crocodile Dundee thing. And I thought that he's going to take out his knife, ah. you know, and then they would have ran. Like I didn't expect him to lift up his mask, but later on seeing what he looks like underneath there, I get it. I run too. <laughs> and clearly he's aware of what he looks like. Oh, he definitely is. Well, That's he why he the mask. Yeah. yeah. So they run into a diner and the lady is taking an order over the phone. She's hanging up the phone and, the, and uh, Rennie and Sean are like panicking. Like there's this crazy maniac chasing us. There's a pay phone in the back, but it doesn't work. <laughs> dude and then jason walks in there and this is pretty cool because i read it afterwards but so the chef comes out this actually counted as a kill which i don't know why but because that guy's a big dude yeah jason grabs this guy throws him into the glass mirror and guy falls on the ground and that, he's dead but that guy for that movie they used him as a jason stand-in and he actually played jason in the newest jason that came out Oh really? Like you mean, yeah. you mean you mean the remake that came out couple, like two thousand nine? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. So that was kill seventeen, sixteen, eighteen, eighteen. So that was kill number eighteen <laughs> total. There's Jason's sixteenth kill because yeah, we had the two non Jason kills. Correct. So they hop into the sewers, which I, I I don't think I've ever seen a manhole just sitting up like Never. that ever ever. Right, unless the turtles, they might have knocked it. They might have left it open by accident. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it's hard to get that pizza box through the. That'd be cool circle. if they would have went through there and they're like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" Well, you know why manholes are round, right? Oh, why? Because they can't fall in. Because if you if you if you're square, you could angle it like sort of angles, and it would fall in. Mm. But round is round all around, so they can't fit fall down. Where'd you learn? What? Where do you know that? I did some manhole studying when I was in college. You hang out in sewers sometimes? I do. I know yeah. the turtles personally. Nice. Nice, yeah. nice. But so, it, it doesn't but it also explains why it's sitting up like I've danger-wise, I've never seen a manhole ever out of at a place like that. Yeah, and just that she knew to look for it. Yeah. So oh, let's go here. It yeah. was like under like a homeless like boxes and dirty. Sorry, there wasn't like, you know, like the toxic waste bucket over there. So they now, go into the sewers. Yeah. How, far, how far ahead are they from Jason right now? That Jason knew to look down the sewer. Well, he teleports. So he's, oh, or he has a tracking device on them or something. I was going to say, maybe there is a tracking device. Okay. So they get down there and they see a nice guy that just, you know, he was probably just working the late shift, trying to provide for his family. He's like, what are you guys doing down here? There's this crazy guy chasing us. All right, great. I'll show you out. <laughs> like that. Are, are sewer hallways that long also? Like I've never been in a sewer, you know, like they, but were, like, in, they, they were in Ghostbusters. They were that long also. Yeah. And I guess it goes from street to street, I guess just the length of the street. Uh, but that just seemed like awfully long. Like if you get stuck somewhere, like, I don't know, but I like this kill. This is a cool kill. Cause it was kind of like a Hitchcock noir because Jason comes again out of nowhere, out of nowhere. tackles Sean grabs the like the utility worker and they show a shadow and he's like ah! again not trying to move away and then he just gets whacked in the head with the wrench 
and then the blood, real blood spatters onto the wall. Through his helmet. Through, Through his, his helmet. helmet. Yeah. 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 And yeah, he definitely used teleportation down there because they were way ahead of him. Yeah, and, and those hallways are so long. How do you get? How do you get ahead of them like that? So this is like this is what this really movie got really bad. <laughs> this right yes. here, this part. Yes. Yeah, this 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 was the part right here. I mean, the rest of the movie was like a plus perfect, Oscar worthy. Yes, but this part is where it ruined the whole movie. Oscar the Grouch worthy. <laughs> so when he shows his when he shows his face. What? What? It was like a bad Skeletor. It, it, I was just say like a combination of ET and Skeletor. It like, looks so bad, and like there was a deleted scene that they took out, which was even worse. It was the him as a kid inside the mouth of that. But I read something so gross. Yeah. You know when he vomits the water when the water starts yeah. coming, dude. That Kane Hodder drank like three pitchers of water just to really vomit. Oh, jeez. That's disgusting. Yeah, you vomited on spot. Yeah, but that's method acting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like his face, though, like it looked like it didn't move. Like it looked yeah. like it was like a, it was a hard like a mask or something. I was just it was just they could have done a lot better job in that. Yeah, that was Bush League. I didn't yeah. like that. No, because it could have been better. Yeah. And again, how does he drown? He's already dead. So the water coming, shouldn't he just like wash off somewhere? And he was living in a lake for how many years? Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you think would be like the last thing that would have hurt him? You know? Yeah. And then he turns into a little kid. Yeah. He turns into a little kid. And what do they do? They leave the little kid. <laughs> and that's what I understand. Wouldn't it be like maybe they save him and then he's still alive or something? I, I, that made no sense to me. Yeah. Like why they yeah. showed him, him as a little kid. Yeah. Did Sean see that? Yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, yeah, you know what? Was that in her mind, or maybe he didn't turn to a kid? You know, because they didn't look like like he didn't look like you know, like he just saw someone just change from a, a creepy adult to a kid. So maybe it was just in her mind. And uh, Jason dying caused a lightning storm because there was a lightning storm above Manhattan. Well, Jason alive caused you know is lightning. So maybe there's sure. a you know. I just I, again going back to his face though. Like I think we've only seen his face like one other time. Might have been like in the second or third one. Um, that's a that's a disappointment because everybody wants to see what's behind the mask. Like you mm-hmm. want to see what's there, and to have like to me that's like the the big reveal. You know, like how do you not, like not have something better than that? That was like really poor planning. Yeah, I think the last time you see his face, he looks more like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, right, he's got, right, like bubble. Oh on yeah, his head yeah, and his yeah. Eyes kind of hanging low, but yeah, yeah. So this of- was like this like. It was all corroded and like, I, I just, I don't know. They could have done a better job. So the, the last thing in the movie, the, 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 basically the way it ends, they get out and they're like, Oh, Jason's gone. And you see like another POV and it's a dog. This freaking girl le- left her dog twice in this movie. Once on the ship, she stopped looking for it and miraculously came back. This dog miraculously finds her in the middle of Manhattan. Was it with a dog on the raft? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> That'd be even better. Right. <laughs> And he starts talking like, and look who's talking now. And he's like, hey, bitch, why did you leave me, in that? Why did you leave me on that ship? Yeah, so that, that's it. That's Jason takes Manhattan. So did they plan on this being the last one? Because there was no, like, Jason moving. There was no Jason, like, you know, they made it, like, it ended. Like, there was no, like, Jason turned to a kid, and there's no, like, oh, look, he, maybe he's not dead. Like, were they thinking, because after this is what, goes to hell? Yeah, this is the one. The next one is when they just have Jason's corpse. See, I never saw the next one. 
Oh, we have we have to try to get somebody from that. That's Jason Goes to Hell. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then it's Jason X, right? Those are the last two. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into some little things that we found, we'll we'll go around what you thought about the movie. Would you recommend it, Tom? Our guest. Oh, you definitely. Everyone needs to see it. It's uh, it's a horror movie for the ages. I mean, you're seeing prime time New York in the '80s. And it seems like that's even scarier than a psychopath killer. So, you know, great moment in history. Good to see. Good to know about. Because, you know, it's still kind of grungy in New York, but not like that. No more, <laughs> no more to- toxic sludge. What was your favorite kill? Did you have a favorite? I to- toxic sludge. Toxic you know, sludge? Yeah. You just don't see that every day. <laughs> Wait, no. do, you see, do, you, do, you, do you see a lot of like heads popping off? You see those every day? Uh, day to day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Um, uh, if you're a fan of the Friday 13th and you've seen all the other ones, you have to see it. Um, I personally think it's the worst one out of all of them. Um, but I haven't seen Goes to Hell and, and yeah, the Space wait till, ones. Wait till that. No, right. So of, <laughs> of all the ones I've seen, this is definitely the worst one. Um, it is. It's, it's just so over the top. Um, but again, if you're a fan of the franchise, you have to watch them all. I mean, I still plan on watching Goes to Hell and, and Jason X. So, uh, you know, if you if you watch the other ones, definitely watch this. If you've never seen any of the Friday 13th, I wouldn't start with this one. Yeah, I agree. You have to see it. And this movie just totally could have been so much better if they had the better, bigger budget. Because honestly, if they had kills that happened at like Madison Square Garden, like... No, they could have like they, Studio Fifty Four or some club that was big in the eighties. They could have done like a basketball player playing a game or something like that. Yeah, if they if they got more involved in New York, the movie could have been ten times better. But considering it was on the boat and just I don't know, it just didn't play well. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So I have to like correct myself because the guy he actually played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason, uh-huh. the guy that was a cook at the diner. Okay, and so on IMDb trivia. One of the things they have on there is not true. It says this film place takes place in 2002, which is not true at all because he drowns in the late fifties. And the guy clearly says that he says 30 years ago, this kid drowned when the camp counselors were based on how they were dressed, their hairstyles. Oh and yeah. The dancing. There's the no way. It, yeah. Yeah. There's no way it took place in 2002. So here's a fun fact. Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell auditioned for this movie. Really? For what role? I don't know, but she would have been great in the role. I, I could see her being the role with the, the blonde that was uh, hitting on the principal that's setting him up. That would be a... Uh, that would foreshadow her role in Showgirls. Yes. Correct. But yeah, no, so you, if you like Jason, you have to see this movie because there are some good parts. There are definitely some bright spots to it. Um, one of the kills that they took out of the movie, which I wish they had kept in, gives one more kill. Uh, he threw uh, darts. He put darts in like some guy's eyes. Which like it was like so corny, but it was like early on in the movie. But no, you got to see all of them to take into account because they're all ridiculous, but they're so cool because you meet a character, you know their backstory, then they die. So they're like little vignettes of yeah. stories within a story. But so Tom, thanks for coming on. Oh, Thank you, pleasure. Tom. So now Thank our you, next movie that we're going to be covering is. It's a movie I never heard about before, but when I talked to the director and the special effects and writer, Joe Castro, he made the first movie for 1200 bucks. He shot it over a weekend. And then by the time it was out, it was at every blockbuster in America. 
So in the second one, the movie's called Terror Tunes. The second movie, he got a bigger budget. This guy has done so many horror movies, so much special effects. He has a movie right now called Xenophobia that is in every Walmart across America right now. And he made a movie that has the record in Guinness Book Worlds for the most kills, like 157 kills all in one movie. It's insane. I know, I know. So yeah, next week, that's going to be the interview uh, on Monday. And then on Thursday is going to be our review of Terror Tunes 2, which is available on Amazon Prime. Don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. Good night. Good night. Thank you.